Hello and welcome to Inspirations for the Journey, where we share a little bit of inspiration to help us get through our day. This is the start of season two. Season one was pretty brief. Um, I'm, I'm getting the hang of this. I'm new to all of the things having to do with podcasts, but I want to do something a little different than I did for season one. I'm going to expound a little bit more. I'm not just going to read a pre-prepared document. I'm going to kind of let stream of consciousness uh, take a little bit of rain. These episodes are going to be a little bit longer because of that. They're not going to be predetermined lengths, but uh, I hope, my hope, is that in doing this, there will be more growth for me personally and for those of you that are here to support me. And and hopefully, you do gain from the experience that we share together, the knowledge that we share. I would like to talk a little bit about fear today. February is a weird month for me. February is a month that has a lot of um, personal milestones, you might say. And it's, it's easy for me to let my past history uh, make me feel a little apprehensive about the future. I've come a long way, and I have a lot of people in my life to thank for that. I've had a lot of people support me in ways that I didn't even know I needed, and I hope that you have that too. I hope that you have people in your corner that you know are in your corner, that you have no doubt that if you needed them, they would be there for you. I hope that when you find yourself in the midst of struggles, in the midst of situations that bring about fear in you, I hope that you have a place of calm that you can go to, that you can retreat to. We all need that. We all need that safety. But I want to talk more about what fear might keep us from. Not so much escaping the fear, but pushing past it. Sometimes we allow fear to dictate the things we aren't going to do. If I had, if someone had told me five years ago that I would be where I am in reference to my healing journey Uh, where I am just in life in general, I would not have believed them. Five years ago, on the 26th of February, I ended a 13-year marriage. I went in front of a judge, and I changed my name back to my maiden name, and I moved beyond the state of being married into, for me, being single again. But I it was more it was more like just being who i always was 
in my marriage, I, I let the fear of disappointing someone else overrule everything. I allowed the concepts that the world had about what I should do and what I should be and how I should navigate this life take over. And I learned that I am not made to be in that position. I'm, I am not an average person. Not that anyone is average, but there is something different about how I move and how I think and trying to force myself into the societal constructs almost killed me. And I think that that is something that many people struggle with. And silence. I found out last year that I have ADHD, that I have OCD, and that I have CPTSD. And I'm 40, for frame of reference. Finding out when you're 39, because I was 39 when I got my official diagnosis, that you have these things. And then you start to look into, you know, what does it mean when you have them? What is the difference between you and someone that doesn't? There is a level of validation for me that I honestly could not have comprehended being possible. Growing up, I had so many situations that uh, came about because of how my brain worked. I was blamed for things uh, in ways that were not necessarily something I could do anything about. It was just... It's like blaming a cat for being a cat or being mad at a cat for being a cat. It just is. When you grow up in a situation in which you don't ever feel like you can really be who you are, because every time you are who you are, someone tells you that you are too much or that you are not enough. You live in this state of fear of abandonment because you learn that people don't actually want you. They want you to be what they want you to be. They want you to speak how they want you to speak or do what they want you to do. And often, for me, it went against what I wanted or what what felt right to me. And the struggle came when I tried so hard to be and do all of the things and all of the ways that everyone was telling me. But so many people had different viewpoints on what I should be. And none of them fell in line with what I felt in my core was who I was. 
So at the end of the day, that left me with so many more questions and a heartache that that almost cost me everything multiple times. Sometimes there's a fear of being found out. What if they find out that I have been pretending to be someone else just so that they don't leave me? Or I've watered myself down, deluded myself to such a weak strength of who I really am as a person that if I don't do that, they'll leave because I am obviously way more than anybody could want. Love, that's not true. There are going to be those people out there that are not going to understand you, that are not going to appreciate you, that are going to try to manipulate you and to twist you into whatever human pretzel they desire, but they are not your people. And I know the fear is there. We all have that desire to belong. We have the desire to be a part of a community, to have a person in our life that is our person, that loves us no matter what. I think for me, everything started to shift when I realized I had to be that for myself. Before anybody else, before I could accept that kind of love from anyone else, I had to step out of the fear of rejection with myself. I was constantly rejecting myself by watering down who I was just to be palatable for people who wouldn't even appreciate that version of me. I couldn't comprehend the version of me that I really wanted to be, that I'm really created to be. And I know that it it seems like an easy thing for some people to just go about life and be who they are. And, and then when you try to do it, when you try to step into who you feel comfortable being, there's the backlash. From those people that are so used to you always being, you know, the nice one. Never learning how to say no because boundaries mean that you, well, aren't as likable. Sometimes we have to give ourselves permission to be unliked. It is okay if someone doesn't like you. Especially if they don't like you because you are being authentically you. If they don't like you when you're not being who you are, they may not like you as, as this watered-down version, right? Well, they don't even have the opportunity to know if they would like you, who you truly are, because you're not allowing them access or to experience you. I would rather be rejected 100% myself than being rejected at a tenth of who I really am. People are allowed to not like me. People are allowed to say that, 
you know, I'm too much for them or I'm not enough of something else. They're allowed to have those feelings. They're allowed to have those opinions. They are valid for them. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, the real fear that I had to fight through the most was being too much and not enough for myself. I had learned lies and I had worn them as truths for so many years in my life. It took years for me to unlearn those lies. It took years for me to realize that just because someone who should love me unconditionally struggles to doesn't mean that I can't love me unconditionally. Ultimately, we are the only people that's going to be with ourselves through this entire existence. You need to be your biggest supporter. You need to be your biggest cheerleader. The world is going to go out of its way to be negative and hurtful and harmful and to try to fit you into some tiny little microscopic box to keep you in line and to keep you silent. But that was not what you were created for. Don't let the greatness that is within you keep you silent. The fear of reaching and achieving that greatness. Don't let it keep you silent. There is something incredible that is within you. There is a spark within you. Let it out. Let it ignite. Be full on you. If people won't accept you as you are, they aren't your people. And that is okay. They can be someone else's people. You deserve to be completely embraced as you are. You are never intended to go through this life watering yourself down for people who can't appreciate you at your greatness, in all your greatness, at full strength. So if you are like me, because I am I'm getting stronger without having to need to verbalize this, but if you are like me and you literally need someone to give you permission, I give you permission. I give you permission to walk away from the fear of abandonment and into the glowing light of acceptance, fully, full on, fully accepting who you are, loving yourself unconditionally, and opening yourself up to that ability for other people. Other people cannot love you if you don't show them who you are. It's like falling in love with a character from a movie. It's really, really easy for me to fall in love with any man who plays Mr. Darcy. But then when I see him, the man actor, playing a different character, I don't have the same feeling. And that's like us. If we do not show people who we are, how are they ever going to know and truly love us? And support us and be everything they want to be for us. Ultimately, I believe that everybody is out here in this life doing the best they can. Does that mean that there aren't crappy people? That's not what that means. That means that 
we all have a certain set of tools, right? Some of us only have a hammer. And they go around and try to fix everything with a hammer, use a hammer for every part of their lives. Sometimes hammers just break things if it's not being used in the way it's intended. We get the opportunity to get more tools. And the more tools we have means the better at this thing called life we are. Don't close yourself off to the ability to gain new tools or the ability to allow people to see you out of fear. Be discerning because not everyone deserves you. Learn boundaries because no is an entire sentence on its own and you don't have to explain yourself. And if you need someone to tell you that you have permission to tell people no, I give that to you. If there is something someone asks you to do and you don't want to do it, tell them no. Be kind about it. You don't have to be ugly. You can just be like, no, that doesn't fall in line with what I want to do with my time. Or, you know, I no, I'm not going to do that. That's acceptable. It's so hard sometimes to get out of that people-pleasing mindset, but I know that you can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it. Believe me. And there would be more opportunity for me to explain why if I can do it, anyone can do it. But just know that it's not impossible. Everything is possible. You can heal. You can grow. You can step out of the bonds of fear and into your beautiful becoming. I can't wait for you to embrace all that you truly are, living your truth and being who you truly are authentically in every part of your life without living in the fear of what if they don't like me? What if they stop talking to me? What if, what if, what if? Love, the what ifs don't matter. The here and now, how we live our life, that is what matters. Your history does not define your future. You define your future. Let the history that you have be a platform in which you jettison forward into your future and you become the supernova that is within you. I hope that you have a wonderful day basking in the glory that is you. And I look forward to our next episode. Love you. Your friend Jen.